love myself. I'm sorry, kid. Oh. No, that's okay. Molly said your hoes late. Hey, I was here. I was here at 732. Yeah, she was here. I was not. Welcome, everyone. You are tuned in once again to yet another episode of the Killer Motherfucking Combos Motherfucking Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Uh, shout out to Realish Media, first of all. As y'all can see, I have my amazing guest here, Chase and Kia on the gram. Hi. Shout out to Realish Media. As y'all know, the team is growing, okay? Your girl got a publicist, all right? Love She's bringing... <laughs> you! Love to see it. <laughs> um, yes, Realish Media is bringing young local creatives to the podcast this season, and I absolutely love it. I I'm just like, I can't thank this company enough. So tune into Realish Media on Instagram. Realish with two H's media on Instagram. Um, if y'all, you know, if you have, even if you have a small business, you want to get a little LLC, you don't feel like doing that shit, hit up Realish Media. If you have a brand, if you have a business um, and you want it to grow, you want to grow your audience, you know, social media, your content, you want some insight into that, you want somebody to handle that for you. If you want to learn more about any of those things, please tap into Realish Media, R-E-A-L-I-S-H-H Media on yeah. Instagram. Follow and all that stuff. You won't regret it. So <laughs> that is that. Hey, Kia girl. Hey, how are Welcome. you? Welcome. <laughs> I'm a little awkward. <laughs> you are a veteran. You does this. But I haven't done it in such a long time. I've been so behind, like, the screen that I haven't, like, openly spoken in a while. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, eh. but I'm here. I'm trying to make okay. sure I look at everybody. I'm, like, trying to look at you and trying to look here and trying to look here. I'm like, there's, <laughs> <laughs> like, so many things, uh, right? How y'all doing? But I'm, I'm here. Thank you for um, inviting me and allowing me to come up here. No problem. Um, I'm actually excited to talk like yeah i actually i want to like open up and Mm -hmm. talk so i'm excited to be here well we about to be open we better be talking (laughs) okay we have a good hour 904 like marvin said um but yeah so tell us who you are you know and why are you here let them know like why are you here today you know that's a great question Um, (laughs) right i don't fucking know i was just a fucking invited but tell us what you do like you know okay everything um, that you're doing right now yikes that's oh wait do you want to take a shot first Yes. We're supposed to do that. Yeah. Okay. I, I was, I, look, I'm on your schedule. Just let me know. <laughs> no, you let me know. I'm on your time. Okay. okay. But I be forgetting, so <laughs> it's let okay. me know. Put me in my face. Um, so we're going to take a shot. I always do this before a shot. Mm-hmm. But we're going to like take a shot to um, more money for sure. Oh! More opportunities, <laughs> more growth, more That's healing. That's why you're here. Yes, 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 um, And just more black women doing amazing fucking things. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Cheers Cheers to that. that. Uh, Big ass shot. But I'm going to take it for the more money and women doing amazing things. Hello. Wasn't bad. (laughs) I am a terrible shot taker. I don't know how to take shots. Ooh-wee. Burn your chest a little. Yeah, I just felt the burn after I was running you my gotta, mouth. You got to do... Okay, so what I do is... I do not I, know how to take a shot. I've been doing this with my water, so I feel like if you do it with your liquor, it's still the same, because Jesus did turn do? water to wine, so mm-hmm. I feel like we all in the same boat. So, that's right. Amen. Shout out to Jesus. So, I feel like... Okay, so what I do with my water bottle is I write man, like affirmations on it. Mm, so, that's what you have on here. Yeah, this is all affirmations. Oh, they were notes for the show. No, these I'm are like, all... this girl is a creative. <laughs> no, they're all affirmations. 
affirmations that like I speak to myself. Of course, we can always talk about it later. But mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you should do the same with your liquor. So like, you know, wow. I just I speak to the liquor. Like this mm-hmm. is, and I ingest it, and that's why shit be going. Cause I'm hard about taking shots too. But I feel like if if I'm speaking it and then I drink it, then I feel like in some weird way it's reverse psychology. That's that intention. Yeah. I'm drinking this for a reason. Exactly. Okay? For a like, positive this reason. This ain't for nothing, bitch. I'm drinking this cause I'm dead ass about to get a bag. Let me like, go on and throw this shit back. Cause like, I'm not trying to get a bag. bag. I'm trying to get to the bag. Like we, I'm about to be doing shit. Niggas about to be emailing me, calling me. Mm-hmm. Big idea. Like, see. This shit don't even woo! burn because you like, woo, you feel like that's you're that money it in. coming down. The money coming in. The opportunities. Yep. Woo wee. See? We're not doing that again, no. <laughs> you drink all for the money and for all that you, stuff. You do it once, you good. <laughs> now chase it with my, with your with wine. my wine. Now your mom Ooh. said this, this is some good wine. Mm-hmm. What's she did. She said it's that good, good. Mommy, we're drinking conundrum. She's on live right now. Okay, hey, mom. <laughs> we're drinking conundrum. Last time she brought it, I drank it all, and she was like, girl. My sis Ari just tapped into my live. Hey, Ari, girl. I love Ari. That's that's my sissy. All right, now tell us about yourself now. Because okay. we got sidetracked. The okay. Casamigos and threw us off. Casamigos okay. threw us all off. <laughs> so my name is Kia. Um, I'm from Newark, New Jersey, Westward to be specific. Ooh. The Deville Princess, period. Um, I am a woman who does a lot. Um, I'm a journalist. I've written for BT, OK Player, Hip Hop DX. Um, I am a media personality, I guess you would say. Um, I definitely personality have some platforms. So I have the Pack Light podcast with my best friend Kai, um, where we talk about uh, we call it like hood therapy. Yes, that's exactly where we got the name from. (laughs) Uh, We call it like hood therapy. So we basically Mm. just talk about healing, growing, relationships, friendships, life, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. We need um, that. We need some healing Always some need growing. some healing, child. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a platform with my three close friends. They're like my sisters, my Keisha, Laja, and Robin. It's called Pussy Rap and All of That. Um, I love that. And I can't platform. wait to get into Pussy Rap and All of That. <laughs> and um, on the platform, we talk about um, women in hip-hop who discuss their sexual prowess, those who don't, and the historical and cultural implications of that. Ooh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another platform called Deconstructing where it's basically like, it's everything Rap Genius wants to be, but it's not. Ooh, <laughs> but we That's basically fine. like break down albums and music. So mm. we've done like Janet Jackson's The Velvet Rope. We've mm. done uh, Jay-Z's American Gangster. We've done two Drake albums, Take Care, and Nothing Was the Same. Um, but basically we take these albums and we break them down song by song we bake them down like culture moments all of that like so you have a better understanding of what that album and the era meant uh i had a little brain fart because i'm tripping. i'm an a and r well okay. i'm a director of a and r okay um there's this indie label called creatives after dark they're mm-hmm. um located in atlanta and i'm the uh director of a and r so basically my job is just to over See all the ARs on the company, and really right now just reorganize it and get it all straightened out and together, which is really exciting. Um, I'm a creative director. Um, I'm actually working on my first exhibit for Pussy Rap and all of that right now. Mm. Um, 
Uh, Girl, I got so many things. Yeah, and I'm really forgot. trying to sit here and think. Uh, and I just have other little projects that I have that I'm working on right now that are coming into fruition. So that's mm-hmm. really it. But I'm a woman of all things. I, I, as I say in my Instagram bio, I do some dope shit. So absolutely, I saw that. I read that. <laughs> and I heard that. I tend okay, to do some dope shit. So. Okay, That's you do do a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, it be, I, girl, I had I had a meeting on my way here. I was in the car driving mm-hmm. on the meeting, and then I got out. Like I've had meetings all day. <laughs> oh my god! Actually, when I leave here, I'm going to uh, Ken the Man is having a um, EP release party in Brook in Brooklyn. So okay. I'm you're going to Brooklyn after this? Yeah, I'm leaving here to Ooh. go there because uh-huh. it's rap shit. Um, and then I have articles due. I just mm-hmm. I'll be. What part of Brooklyn? Um, we're going to Dumbo House, so okay. that whole little area. Okay, I just came from there, and so I'm like, "Girl, you going back?" That's so Girl, me I thinking am. about going back there. It's like, woo, mm. that commute. Girl, I'm right back. So yeah, you know, it sounds like a lot, and it sounds very exciting, but also just very overwhelming. It is. It's. Yeah. It can be a lot for sure. I think. Um, my thing right now is just trying to find a healthy balance between work and also personal. Right. Um, as I was telling my friends, like, I was just like, sometimes I kind of feel like I get so caught up in everything else that, like, my dating life takes a hit or my mm-hmm. relationship with my family and friends kind of take a hit because mm-hmm. I'm just so caught up in everything else. So I'm trying to find ways to incorporate my friends and stuff. Like, um, Don Tolliver came to town and I'm really cool with his photographer. So I was like, yo, come through the show. Like, I got you. Don't worry about yeah. it. And I was like, okay, bet. Like, so I brought my best friend Kai with me and our friend Keith. Just Kai and Kia? Yeah. <laughs> Literally Kai and Kia. <laughs> um, so I brought her along with me. And it just it's really good when you can start to bring your family and friends in with Shepard mm-hmm. because I really do be so busy that it's like, yeah. it'd be hella shit going on. So it is overwhelming. I'm still trying to find a balance with everything. But okay. it's I enjoy it. Like, mm-hmm. My, I always say, like, I'm very spiritual, so you might hear things like that coming out there. I the love that. I've definitely gotten deeper into, like, my spiritual journey. Yeah. And how that's super, super important to my well-being and everything. Yeah, and I've been getting deeper into that. And I kind of figure out, instead of me saying I'm overwhelmed, I like to say, mm-hmm. like, I am abundant in God's blessings. Ooh, the power of the tongue. Yes. Like, you, you got to speak change your positivity, language. you know? Yes, because yeah. I feel like if I sit here and I'm like, yeah, I'm just so overwhelmed, then it's just mm-hmm. like, Okay, well, if you can't handle this, what I'm giving you, you're not going to be able to handle yeah. the next level of what I Absolutely. have for you. So if I just sit there and say, you know, I am abundant in God's blessings, then I he knows that. that I'm grateful for it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, like he understands it's a lot, but to whom much is given, much is required. And Absolutely. I feel like I'm not giving more than I can handle. So. Ooh, wait, this is about to be a good <laughs> show. I cannot wait. You know what I call people like you? Oh, gosh. Who has all these, like, y'all are doing so many things. Because oh, I gosh. tell my publicist this. <laughs> I call y'all a multi, multi-preneurs. You've heard that before, mm. right? Multi-preneurs, Actually, like, no. multi, multiple things. Okay. I'm wondering, like, how can you do so many things at one time? Uh-huh. Um, I can't say that I'm much of a multipreneur. Like, I have the full-time job. I have Killer Convo's podcast. And that is about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not to y'all's level yet where, like, you know. <laughs> There's no level, though. No? I think that's the misconception. I think people feel like life or even career things are levels. But they're not. Mm-hmm. You and I are literally on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. I just happen to have more on my plate. Okay. But that doesn't mean, mean that I am any above than where you are. Mm-hmm. We are at the same place. Yeah. 
and that keeps me grounded. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because like we all the same at yeah. the end of the day. So no, it's it's not about any levels because you could have just your job and just this podcast, and you could eclipse people that are doing ten times more things than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're not managing their time right, or they're not handling their business correctly. So they're all over the place doing so much, and it's not averaging out the shit. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you have two things that you're focused on: your job and your podcast, and your Thriving, you're right. So no, we're on the same. Yeah. T- we're on the same time. Same place. The same. Don't worry about you know whether you're doing the same amount of things as somebody else. Right. It's just you know just do it well. Do right. Your shit well. Do your you shit know? well because it's people out here, 110 things and you just like okay so what the like what are you doing mm-hmm. here? Yeah. Meanwhile you have one person focusing on one or two things mm-hmm. and they're doing what they need to do like. I just happen to find my niche. My niche is writing. My niche is communicating with people. My niche is talking about music and talking about life. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to thrive as best as I can in those aspects because that's my niche. A lot of people haven't found that. A lot of people don't know what that is. Yours is communicating with people, talking to people, reaching out to people, getting to know people, bringing people to the forefront, giving Mm -hmm. people a platform. And you're thriving in that. We're all on the same level. You're funny. <laughs> right. I'm so dramatic. That's one thing. That's where I'm thriving in is being fucking dramatic and like and drinking wine and shit. No, wine would definitely people underestimate the power of wine. I told you earlier, Jesus. I love water wine. wine. Wine is because he knew. He knew to get the people right. Uh, he had to tier. pick some wine. Top tier. I did want to ask you, what are you focused on? What have you been focused on lately? Like what area of your life are you trying to like, you know, hone in on, understand more? Um because for me, I feel like I'm going through this season. Mm-hmm. Like, I go through these seasons where I'm very, like, hyper-focused on my weight and, like, my body. And okay. so now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to work out every single day. I need mm-hmm. to cut back on the sugar and the, and the dairy. No more coffee. No more fried <laughs> foods. No more eating out. And then I'm hyper-focused on, like, money and budgeting and then, like, thriving in my, in my actual job, thriving in the podcast being more consistent, posting all the time. Like, there's a lot of things that I'm trying to focus on and, like, get better in. And so, and it comes in seasons. Like, some some seasons, I don't give a fuck about my weight. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm fine, whatever. I'm not worried about this. I'm worried about something else. But I'm in a season now where I'm, like, worried about, like, how I look. And, you know, I got a man now. So now it's like, I really want to be focused (laughs) on how I look because I want to be fine for my man. But I also want to be, like, healthy and strong. And I want to feel good, you know? Yeah. Um... I wouldn't say I'm necessarily, like, worried about anything in particular. Mm-hmm. I've actually, because I do have anxiety, I try not to worry at all. Oh, that's another um, thing, too. Like, this, yeah. you know, mental, this mental-emotional balance, like, not taking everything personal. Right now, I'm taking everything fucking personal. Well, we just got out of retrograde, too. So, so is that a... It's a I thing. can't keep up with that. It's a thing. It's a I thing. try to keep okay. up with it because a lot of my like friend group is deep into it, and so okay. I try to keep up with it. As I wish I had more friends like that so they could tell me like, "Girl, it's okay." But sometimes it'd be like troubling the fuck out of you because I had already asked beforehand like, "What was this retrograde going to be like?" And when they like prefaced it for me, I was like, "Oh God!" And I just like couldn't wait to get through it because I already knew what it was going to come with. So sometimes it'd be having this like cons, but the pros are you really do know when it's your season and when you like feel like like I one of my friends um. um Amani, mm-hmm. she actually is like one of my spiritual guides. I have two, so Amani and Saida, and um, 
they basically like guide me and just give me like the best advice and kind of help me figure out like, okay, you should release work during this time or this is when, you know, you'll be able to thrive because of your placements and blah, blah, blah. blah. And people, I know people don't like to believe in astrology and stuff, but if you look at the track record of my career, it's all been based off me moving based off astrology and I've done so hard. Okay. And, and it's so been good. going yeah. good because you're going, you know. Yeah, based on that. what's working for me. But that's just for me, you know, everybody's not like that. I know SZA does like that too, actually. Um, what her astrologer is like cool with one of my astrologers and uh she moves based off like this astrology and shit like really? that really yeah she actually has her own personal astrologer doja cat does too like a lot of celebrities unbeknownst to people they're in tune they have like astrologers <laughs> who like just tell them like okay the moon is going in this orbit so you shouldn't do anything this or that is this so is. crazy and it helps them guide them with their career and like so when i found that out i was like well, let me get one and it's been helping <laughs> Let me just get one of those. Let me get one of those. Like, might as well. Let me add it to the list. (laughs) (laughs) I need me an astrologer now. Girl, I don't know. Trust me. I could definitely hook you up. All of my friends are into it. So retrograde is over. So I'm going to stop going crazy and, you know. But the the moon is, well, no, not the, I think the moon is in Pisces, but something is in Aries. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, the the full moon we're going to have tomorrow is going to be in Aries. It has been two full moons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself cussing somebody out or being a little bit on edge, like, Ooh. that's the area. It's not my energy. fault, babe. It's not. It's not me. Like, it's the moon. The most I would say is just be clear with communication and shit, and okay. try that's not been to challenge try lately. To, yeah, try not to step on anybody's toes. Because <sighs> this Come is that on. energy where you could say something and you hurt, like. Like, damn, what the fuck you mean by that? Like, mm-hmm. give me that. Yeah, because there's been something going on with me lately. It could also just be the season, too. Like, Mm -hmm. that shift from summer to fall and, you know, seasonal depression and seasonal Mm -hmm. feelings and it's cold outside. Like, you know, it could just be that as well. This does not like the cold. It does not make me happy. Mm -mm. (laughs) See? There you go. Like, it could also be the weather. But um, back to your question about what am I focused on right now. Um, Personally, I've been focused on, funny enough, um, my weight and also just, like, centering myself. So putting more of a routine in for myself, uh, eating healthier, Mm -hmm. um, taking better care of myself mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, uh, professionally, what I've been focusing on is really, really everything. Like, honestly, I I can't really even choose one. I've just been focused on multiple things. Really, mainly, it's been either, um, like, the journalism aspect of things. So, writing, get my bylines in and stuff. I definitely have some editors mad at me because I do got some shit to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then, like, pussy rap because we do have a lot of things that we're working on and Mm -hmm. trying to get deconstructing back up and running so that's really what i've been focused on everything really just taking my time with it okay tell me about pussy rap because i saw that you (laughs) had a couple people on this clubhouse and i'm like did i I had to read it twice i'm like trina's gonna be trina was it's a whole was she really on your clubhouse it was a pussy rap it was a whole story with trina but the best way i can put it is we were supposed to have trina on pussy rap and all of that And it didn't work out. Okay. Because of scheduling conflicts. And we just never rescheduled it. Okay. But so did you have that conversation even though she wasn't there? Yeah, we had the conversation. She knew. Okay. She knew about the show and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was people from Slip and Slide that had reached out to us to do it. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Slip and Slide. Slip and Slide, that's the actual record label her and Trick Daddy on. Oh. So 
yeah, we had like actually Rick Ross was on Slip and Side at one point. Like yeah, Slip and Side had a little moment. Oh, cause the Miami, they're all from Miami, yeah, right? Yeah, so that makes so, sense. Yeah, it was that whole thing. But um, yeah, we were actually supposed to have her on, but then it was a scheduling conflict. She had like some previously scheduled engagements, but mm-hmm. they forgot that they had them, so she kept, technically was like double booked. Okay. And she was like, "Well, I can pop in for like 15 minutes," and we were like, "We have some actual questions we want to ask you." Mm-hmm. Like, and then Trick Daddy wanted to be on the stage with us and have the conversation too. So it was like it was supposed to be Trina Trick and um, one of the like heads of uh, Slip and Slide, but she had already had a previously scheduled engagement. So unfortunately, we had to reschedule. But then we never actually rescheduled it. But I think that's something we're looking forward to in the future because now we're trying to take it. We haven't been on Clubhouse in a while. We just started it on Clubhouse. So now we're trying to move it to more of a podcast format. Um, so we're just trying to work out the details of that. So we're going to get Trina back on and we'll do some things with Trina in the future for something, the mm-hmm. exhibit that we're working on. So we still have that connection. We just didn't actually go through with the interview. But now we had her. Just didn't finish. Y'all had some cool. some big names on the show. Cool, I'm like, girl. I told her, I'm like, who is this girl? <laughs> but then you talk about, you know, you do A&R and you work with BET so Mm -hmm. like all these connections and all the networking that you've done yeah, and you being good at what you do too yeah. because I feel like if you're working in like in in big media companies like BET Mm -hmm. and you're doing you're in the world of journalism and in the world of media and as a black woman you have to be really good at what you fucking do like you kind of have to be like you have to make everything happen all the time like you have to be like superwoman I feel like yeah it kind of gets like overwhelming and sometimes let me change my language. It can feel right, overwhelming, right. but you know I'm, a, I'm abundant in that. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love it. I love the correction on the spot. <laughs> but like you know, it can feel like almost at times like, oh wow, this is a lot. But mm-hmm. I think like there's um, so much pressure on me. Yeah, but I think I've just kind of realized that I'm not living up to anybody else's terms, which is why I said earlier like I got some editors mad at me because mm-hmm. I've just emailed them and been straight up like, hey, like my life is this, that, and the third. This is what I can accommodate at this time. Please like allow me to thrive in that or live in that. Yeah, like respect that because it's a lot, and I, I just feel like Black women shouldn't be held to such a high standard. We already have to deal with a lot. Absolutely. So I just try to set up those boundaries for myself um, and just try to do the best that I can do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, I fall short as well. I make mistakes as well. But I'm never going to let nothing, like, deter me or beat my back down. Like, mm-hmm. I always get back up if I am knocked down. So, you know, it, it, it is, like, you know, it can be, woo, all right, this is heavy. But, like, I can carry it. And the mm-hmm. great thing about Pussy Rap is there's four of us. So we all get to... Spread That's the, always helpful. Yeah, yeah, we all get to share the, like, responsibilities and stuff equally. It's not, like, one person carrying it. Um, but actually, like, pussy rap is actually... It's interesting how it kind of came about because it was really only... I don't want to say it was only supposed to be fun, but I think it was only supposed to be, like... At least from how my... Because my Keisha, she's the person that really created it. Okay. What think, is pussy rap? <sighs> all right. What is <laughs> pussy rap? Okay. <laughs> So pussy rap is, if you are asking me, pussy rap <laughs> is a subgenre in hip hop that was technically pioneered by women like Millie Jackson, but became mainstream with women like Little Kim and Foxy Brown. It okay. is a subgenre of hip hop where women are able to talk about their sexual prowess or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. They are able to speak on their femininity through 
let me figure out. They are able to speak on their femininity through. I love it. I through love embracing their sexuality mm-hmm. and what they define that as. Okay, that's what pussy rap is to me. I'm a female rap stand. I have a what keeps me motivated. I have my playlist of like all female rap music mm-hmm. and like I jam out. I love the Megs and the City Girls and the Cardi B's and the Nicki Minaj's, the Lakia's, the Rockies, Fake Bitches Hero. Love all of it. Yeah. It's something about it that just like, like y'all, like they are saying things that I couldn't put into words, but it's like, girl, we are on one accord. I feel you on that. Yeah. And I think. Like they can't do no wrong. (laughs) And I agree. And I, I feel like I know some people kind of brush it off, like even like. Like what I was saying earlier, like when my Keisha created it, she really created because she was on Clubhouse in a room with a certain rapper. And um, the rapper was in the room and he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, all of this pussy rap and all of that shit. And she was like, oh, OK, is that the way you want to just classify? Like, I feel like because they do speak on their sexuality, they kind of get ripped like, oh, what, whatever. They just talk about pussy. And it's like, but bro, like, nah, I don't necessarily think so. So she created the room really just to give these women a chance to shine. And then what it turned into was her asking Mm. Laja, Robin, and myself to be a part of something. And it just grew into something bigger. And how I like to think of it is, like, as black women, our history in America or just the world in general, like, we can take this back in a historical sense to, like, even slavery. Like, Mm -hmm. our bodies being, like, abused, being sexually assaulted. Used for somebody else's, Yeah, against our own, right? Like, even when you think of, like, women like Henrietta Lacks, where her DNA was literally taken from her Mm -hmm. and used for, like, Mm. you know, studies or even, like, because that's a known thing. Like, even, like, things in the OBGYN field, a lot of those studies and stuff that we now know as, like, womenly things came from her experimentation and the experimentation of other black women Mm -hmm. so historically black women in our bodies have always been like commodities either in mainstream culture or it's always been used for someone else's good and I think what makes this genre of pussy rap so empowering is that for generations you have these women who are like man fuck this shit I talk as just as much shit as the men I do the same shit as the men Mm -hmm. you know like and my pussy is not just some sexual thing like my pussy is my mind my pit like words doja cat pussy talented it do cartwheels (laughs) like like this pussy do a lot nigga like so I think that's what makes it so great I went to you know I went to a historical historical Black All Women's College, Spelman College. And so I remember learning about Henrietta Lacks. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you can't go to an all women's college and not right. learn about those types, like, you especially know, about Spelman. Henrietta Lacks. <laughs> especially at Spelman. Like, if you went through and didn't know, then it's like, you didn't really go to Spelman. Like, I don't know <laughs> what you did, sis. Um, and so maybe that's why I love, like, female rap so much. I love everything women, like, everything that women are doing. I want to support women and everything that they do. You know, like, women can't do no wrong to me. So maybe that's why. Because I came from a place like that. True, but I also think, like, we're kind of in—I feel like every generation kind of has their own little, like, movement. And, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's really empowering that we're seeing so many black women who are, like, nah, man, like, I'm about getting to the bag, too. Like, I'm smart, too. Like, I'm sexy, too. Like, I do it all, too. So, Mm -hmm. like, I just—or, like, I just love seeing, like, women doing their thing. Like, I love seeing the girls that's like, yeah, I'm a nurse in the day, and then I, like— to see it so mm-hmm. like I think that's what makes like pussy rap so 
important and necessary now is that it's just like I love seeing where we are as women. Like it's where I like to call myself a womanist. Yeah, like you know, because it's. A feminism kind of gets lost, and you know, I don't be some white women. I don't be. So. You know, the feminist yeah. movement wasn't for black women. Yeah, it wasn't. You know? So I they didn't want us to be womanist. shaking ass and popping that pussy. They, they definitely did, especially mm-hmm. not the black during girls. Freak Nick. Nah, they ain't want y'all out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm for y'all. You know, like I'm saying, like <laughs> you know, I'm all for the afros, but I'm for the weaves and the wigs too. You know, yeah, right? exactly. I'm all for if you want to, you know, be celibate. But then I'm all if you want to pop that pussy too. Like mm-hmm. you know, whatever makes you happy like I'm just here for the black girls like I'm here for the black people only so yeah I'm excited I mean we have a lot of things geared up for pussy rapping I'm really excited excited for pussy rap I said okay yeah when we have some uh, we actually are planning an event end of this year and then we're planning something for uh well the exhibit for next year Mm -hmm. so definitely we'll I'll send you an invite you know a little PR Oh, yes. I want to come to Pussy Rap. I want to be, like, I'm about to join the Pussy Rap Clubhouse. I'm about to be a member, all that kind of stuff. Tap tap in. Like, we're always looking to tap in with other creatives. And I'm pretty sure, like, maybe, because I know once we do the exhibit, we're probably going to have to do media. That sounds so cool. Media for it. Like, so I'll definitely, we can definitely, like, all come up here and, like, do something. Oh, my God. And Marvin has, he wants to do events in here, too. Right, Marvin? Yeah. So, like, we can definitely all make something happen. For sure. Oh my God. I know they'd be down with that. I'm so excited. Okay, so amazing woman, doing great things. You drinking up. We drinking up on some conundrum. We're about to get into some things, Kia yeah, girl. Things. I'm always ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, so do you work with a lot of men? Like yeah. in your, when you're actually at your job, you know? Like, do you work with a lot of guys? At my actual nine to five job, no, yeah. I work with mostly women. Mostly women, okay. In my media field, <laughs> it's nine times out of ten men mm-hmm. I'm dealing with. So <laughs> I wanted to like. I had to laugh because they're a joke half the time, but. <laughs> Girl, they're a joke, and they're at the uh, at the highest position. Woo. Okay. You can say that again, sweets. And sometimes it's like, what the hell. How? How? I want to talk about, like, being a black woman boss. Mm, okay. And really how to, like, boss up in life. Because I feel like, like, I'm I'm somebody's boss. Okay. okay. And I'm a man's boss. Okay. <laughs> mm, where are we going and with this? And <laughs> I am, I've... I'm I am who I am. Okay. Right. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna try and like huh, huh. Right. Big bro you. That's mm-hmm. not who I am. Right. Like you know how they say like lead with your femininity? Like femininity femininity is powerful than anything like on this earth. Mm-hmm. And I hate feeling like I have to get up out of that to to like boss up. I wanna talk about like how to boss up in life. Okay. You know, like, do you, like, how do you have to operate when you're working with a bunch of guys? How do you get the respect? How do you get the the credibility, like, as a black woman, especially in media, you know, because this is a, well, really, it's kind of like a white man. Would you say it's a white man industry? Because behind, behind every door, there's, like, somebody that's, like, the put, that's, uh, what is it, the, um... Puppet master? The puppet master. <laughs> yes. Like the puppet master. Yeah. Behind everything. And it's like, you know, who do you have? What kind of input do you have on that? Like being a black woman boss. 
Do you have to be a bitch? Do you have to not be who you are? Do you have to be something that you're not? You know, so that people will respect you. Well, for sure, I definitely believe that. Um, I tell people up front I'm a bitch. Okay. I do. I, I will. I tell them up front, especially if they're working with me. I'm like, I'm serious about what I do. Is that who you are, or that's did you learn who, to be that way when you started working? That's in just the who I am. My father, he's very. Um, my father was more of the entrepreneur out of my parents. Same. So he had mm-hmm. more business meetings and, you know, this, that, and the third. And I would go with my father because mm. I'm the youngest. Okay. So, and I'm his little baby. So I go <laughs> I go with my dad everywhere. And it's been this way since I was a kid. So I would go into meetings with him and I would mm-hmm. watch the way he would move and how he would negotiate and things like that. And you learned from him. And I learned from him. Un- Subconsciously, I learned from him. I didn't realize mm. I was learning from him as a child. Mm. And growing up, I was very shy, mm. very demure, very quiet. I would never stand up for myself. Even if somebody was, somebody could be talking shit about me dead in my face or shading me straight in my face, and I would sit there and laugh at it. Like, I didn't know how to stand up for myself. And it wasn't until I started getting into media. One, it's hard to get into media, period. Whether you're a man, a woman, whatever, it is very hard to get into media Mm -hmm. because nine times out of 10 people will trust me. I had all the top journalists, PRs, everything following me. They would never interact with my work. They would never big up my work. They would never reach out to me for anything. It was more so like they were watching me build myself up. And I took that as a challenge because I kind of felt like if I care about it enough that I was just like, okay, so if nobody's going to help me with this shit, then I will do it my goddamn. Like, it's kind of like that meme when people are like, I'll do this my goddamn. Damn like, <laughs> like, all right, well, then I'll do this shit myself. Like, fuck mm-hmm. it. And I built up such a, a, a esteemed platform myself that by the time I really started getting into media where I was working at the DX, hip-hop DXs, and I was working at the BETs and the OK Players and stuff like that, like, people already respected me based off the work that I did on my own. Okay. And so... Knowing that I had that respect and I had that type of, like, name out in the streets, it was like I'm not going to walk into anything and be talked to any kind of way. So the last place that I was, like, contributing to as a writer, I really didn't enjoy the environment, mainly because I was, one, being micromanaged, and I don't like being micromanaged. I don't know if it's just a Pisces thing or it's just me as a woman. I just don't fucking micromanage me. I'm going to do what I need to do anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was being very micromanaged, and also there were a lot of men as well as just white people in general that were leading what was happening. And this is supposed to be a hip-hop platform. And I kind of, I already feel a way about white hip-hop heads. I talk about it all the time on Twitter. (laughs) But, but like, I especially feel a way when I feel like you're talking to me in a certain kind of way or you're, you know, like, not talking down on me, but, like, talking to me like I'm stupid, talking to me like I don't know anything. And I'm just, like, let's be very clear here. Mm-hmm. I'm my own bitch, you know, and right. I move at a certain type of speed. And it's really within the last year that I've been learning to really step into my power. And I've actually, I have that on my bo- my bottle, which is, like, uh, I forgot where it is, but... I have it on here where I say, say like, every day I step into my power with confidence. I you know, see it right there. Wait. Step into your power when you turn it around. Right. Let me see. It's yes. The third one. Okay. The yes. fourth one. You are safe. You are loved. Divinely protected. Step into your power. You are full of confidence, peace, faith, love, grace, healing, and hope. I so how I kind of feel is, like, I'm protected regardless. Like, I'm one of God's kids, so you ain't going to fuck me over anyway. Mm-hmm. But also, on top of that, like, I'm a bitch that knows my shit. I can mm. walk into any room, and I can't maybe, like, certain rooms, I can't lead the conversations, but I can always add something in. Mm. 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So like speaking up where people don't expect you to speak up, especially when they know it's like, okay, she's the only black girl in the room. She's going to be too like nervous right. or whatever. Just it's like fighting that fear, you know, because yeah. when you are in a room of people where it's like nobody looks like you, you're probably the youngest or you're the only black mm-hmm. woman or you're the only woman. It's almost like, you know, you kind of have to like shut your your that inner voice that's saying, oh my gosh, don't say anything because you don't want to look stupid. It's like maybe you just want to... But even, like, you, your inner voice will tell you, like, don't say anything. When you have something on the tip of your tongue, this happens to me all the time, where, like, there's something on the tip of my tongue and I want to say it or I want to, like, just, like say something yeah um and you just gotta say it and you gotta that sets you apart you know but it was a process for me because mm-hmm. i feel like at first i was dead ass just being a bitch just because i felt like that was my way of like okay well i can't just communicate so i'm just gonna be like this because whatever i just need to get my point across okay. and then i realized i had to like do some like healing and i had mm. to heal my inner child and i noticed like my inner child she was shy and she was young mm. and she was feeling inferior and always compared to people so i had to make her feel comfortable so i would have conversations with myself or i would rewatch things i used to watch as a child it's stupid shit that you would be like uh, whatever but it made her feel comfortable okay. it made zakia from the inside feel comfortable that's my actual first name government but like you know I had to make her feel comfortable yeah. and then once she felt comfortable she felt like okay big Kia you can take on the world now yeah. so then when I would step into these rooms like I remember one time I was talking to a co-worker of mine and he was like yeah I noticed in certain meetings like you'll be quiet and mm-hmm. um I feel like you're just quiet because you know you don't know it and I said, well, I don't think you should make that assumption. I'm not quiet because I don't know it. I'm quiet because I want to observe. I want to hear what you guys have to say because nine times out of ten, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm. You told him that? I told him that. And what did he say? And he just was kind of like, okay, well, what do you... Like, he was asking me, like, I love when I speak to, like, white men because they just never know what to say to me when I... Like, <laughs> I love speaking to men in general because I always find a way to, like, put them on their ass. Uh-huh. But, like, he was just kind of like okay, well, what exactly do you mean by that? And I'm just like, because, like, you guys sit there and you guys, like, you guys have no clue what you're talking about, but you're yeah. just talking as Pretty if much. you do. So I'm just gonna I know shut exactly up and what just, talking about. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. shut up and, like, listen to you guys, and then I'll just walk away with my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. And I guess when he realized, like, that, like, I don't know, he kind of <laughs> realized it was, like, at the end and I was about to dip out. But yeah, like, I, I'm just, like, I'm just, re- I tell people off rip, I'm like, if you want to work with me, there are times where I come off like a bitch, I understand completely, but it's because I'm serious about my work and I care about what I do. So as far as, like, being a boss, it's all about... I try not to hurt anyone's feelings. Mm -hmm. Being a bitch does not mean you're hurting someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. I never want to be the rude ass that's, like, you know, cussing you out and talking down on you. That's not me. However, I am assertive. I'm not going to lie. I am organized. And there's a difference being bitchy and being assertive. Yeah, you know, you know? like, well, I embrace the term bitch. Because okay. I feel like there's no reason for me to run away from it. Like, mm-hmm. I, like if at the end of the day, your, your ego is going to call me that anyway because it's frail. So, Ooh, Max said, like, I'd rather be a B-I-T-C-H. Because <laughs> that's what you're going to call me when I'm tripping anyway. <laughs> like, you're going to call me that shit anyway. You're going to say it anyway. And even if you don't verbally say it, you're going to mentally say, wow, she's a bitch. Yeah. Okay. It's like, like, okay. All right. Well, all right. Let me just embrace the term then because I feel like you're always going to run into some woman or some male that 
you know, their ego is fragile or their confidence yeah. is shot and they're going to feel some type of way about the fact that you're stepping in the room and you know yourself mm-hmm. and you know what you're doing and they're going to label you that before they even really yeah. get to know you. So, and then it's personal. Like, if you're putting somebody right. else on the spot because your employee is not, like, if he's, like, bullshitting pussyfooting around yeah. and then you call him out on it you're gonna be a bitch because oh she just called me out of my shit she just told me that I'm and not it's doing it's not personal as good at as all thought, like you know? it, it's never personal it's always business baby exactly so, don't take it personal don't take it personal okay so okay. I just like I just kinda embrace the term cause I feel like you gonna call me that shit any fucking way so I might as well embrace it let you know off rip I am assertive I am about my business if we gonna do something we gonna do it and we if not do then it. let we me know we gonna do it upfront. right we gonna do it good yeah, it's gonna be like, excellent but I had to heal that girl cause that girl inside was like very shy so I was being mean instead mm-hmm. of being assertive mm-hmm. I was being rude instead of being yeah. being you know clear clear with my communication you know what I'm saying yeah. like mm-hmm. so I wasn't really being like the boss girl I was mm-hmm. being like you know really just an evil ass yeah. but you know now I just embrace the term bitch I don't really even call it me being a boss like even when I do little things and I'm leading it and people are like hey boss lady nah like in my graphic design she be like hey boss lady I be like bitch don't be calling me no boss lady cause I, cause I don't see myself as no boss like at the end of the day it's just a natural leadership position that mm-hmm. I, I just take and I do that because I know I want to bring everybody else along with me so Period. I call I think of it as me stepping into my power yeah. it's not anything bossy I'm, you know, y'all niggas don't have any Khalees in your blood, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna be dead ass honest with you. Even if we was talking about bosses, y'all definitely not that. Yeah. But like, I definitely feel like it's just me stepping into my power, you know? So, and by y'all, I meant men, because I'm always gonna talk <laughs> down on men. Let's be specific, let's be clear. If I'm gonna be clear, She's like, I'm never gonna boys. talk down on the women. I'm always gonna talk down on men. Yeah. Because I feel like y'all deserve to be talked down on. Speaking of the mans, <laughs> speaking of the mans, you had mentioned that, like, you know, sometimes your relationships, they, they you know, they get neglected when you're bouncing all Ooh, these Let me things. drink the rest of this wine um, before we keep talking. Girl, you need me to pour <laughs> you. You need, you need some more. Have some right I think I might. Okay. I got you. Because, damn, I need some more, too, sure. I need way more than you do, because you still got a little bit of shum Yeah, so it's I just got you, girl. Bit. I got you. No, your mom got taste. This is really good. You like it? Yeah, this is really good. My mom, she has stocked me up with this, and I drank it all. My dad has like a cranberry Moscato. Ooh. Me and my bestie Kai tried it, and we were like, yo, where'd you get this shit from? I don't usually like Moscatoes because I don't like sugary drinks. I kid you not, it tastes like cranberry juice, but you drink enough of it, and it will have you laid the fuck out. That sounds like something you can't buy out of the store. It's He gets it from a store, but he gets it like all the way down past like one of his uh, one of his girlfriends. Mm. Um, <laughs> not just on your daddy on the spot. Deep, my fault. Dang. <laughs> Hate to see it. Dang. 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 Uh, one of his girlfriends, she lives all the way down like Route 22, like kind of like all the way, like past the Chipotle, past the Blue Star Mall. Girl, let me know. Let me know where I can get and this cranberry Moscata. Yeah, she, I know she gets 22. it from down there. I have to get the exact store, but it's an exact store they go to. It's on 22. It's on 22. Ooh. Yeah. And it's not Total Wine. No, it's not a. T- I, it could Ooh. be a total wine. Cause you don't total wine by Walmart. Yeah, it could be a so specific it's, it's one. I just know I it's think on I that know what you mean. Like road. down towards Springfield. Yeah, cause she lives more down that way. Yeah, so it's like one of the one of the liquor stores down there they go to and they be having it like the mango moscato, the cranberry mm-hmm. moscato. I really like the cranberry one though more. Maybe cause I don't like mangoes like that. Okay. So. 
I really like the uh, cranberry one because it did that taste like juice, but you drink enough of it. Well, that should have had you. Go. We was on my father's couch, laid the fuck Me out. Me and my man, we be on the hunt for some liquor. We be like, oh yeah, oh, we gotta get well, some. We gotta the, get the bottle of well, wine. I'll find the link because you know if you go to certain liquor stores, they'll tell you like what stores have them. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to like look it up the exact one and like I'll send it to you so okay, you can like look please it up. Please do, Thank yeah, because no problem. Oh, I know. Me, that's <laughs> me. But yeah, so. I wanted to talk about specifically um, bouncing like your relationships, relationships with friends, with Bay, with family, mm-hmm. and like keeping that balance between that and like your your professional life, and like you know, and the distractions that come along with it because you know men can be a distraction. They can. When you get in a happy space with somebody, your friends can be a distraction. You know, y'all going out, smoking hookah, getting drinks and all that kind of stuff, being in that nightlife. Yeah. Like, but then you have all these things and then you have all these goals. Like you want to grow, you want to grow platforms. You want to, your partner, you have a whole bunch of partners. Like you have three different platforms right now, right? Deconstructing. Pack light and Pack light. pussy wrap. Pussy rap. Like, where do you find the time in the day? Plus my own little personal shit. Plus something else I'm working on. Your personal stuff. All these things. How do the multipreneurs, (laughs) how are you balancing all these things? How can you balance these things? Because I'm like, yo, (laughs) I'll go days without posting because. Really? I'm just... I take it on, honestly, a day-to-day basis. So, luckily, the... Okay, so I have... Be gentle with yourself. I am gentle with myself. Extremely. Mm. I'm probably more gentle with myself now than I've ever been before. Mm. So, I quit my job because I was going to go fully into media. Mm. And then I went fully into media and I realized, ooh, baby, this is not it. So... (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, baby. No. So I went back into the medical field, which is where most of my experience is. And um, I work at a fertility clinic now, which really, like, aligns with... I did some spiritual research over the week, over the summer, over the weekend. Over <laughs> I was the, about to say, <laughs> girl. girl. Um, over the summer, I did uh, some spiritual, uh, like, research. And uh, I don't know how many people are into, like, African spirituality and stuff like that. But I actually found out... You need out, to get it back into that shit. Get back into it, okay? Like, it's all aligned. <laughs> Right. But I actually found out that one of my spiritual mothers is um, Yemiya. And Yemiya okay. is uh, connected to water, but she's also like the maternal figure. So she's like very healing and stuff. And so I was like, oh, I want to go to school and become a doula. So oh, I'm turning. Are you a doula? I'm taking classes to become one. This is the you first time I'm going to deliver my baby someday? I can deliver your baby once I I'm get my life. I'm not doing that. I'm not okay. doing no baby at home. Okay. I'm going to need drugs. Well, see, that's the thing. Doulas not only, like, are at home. You can have a doula at the hospital. At the hospital, really? So yeah. I could be like, y'all, doctors, I have a doula. She's coming on the way. Yeah. Y'all just stay in the bag, and she's going to handle it. Yeah, because their whole job is to do the whole medical part of it. So to make sure that the child is breathing, to make sure that the child has the limbs that they need, that they're not, mm-hmm. you know, dis- like, their whole thing is the medical thing. Okay. My job would be to come in and make sure your breathing is okay and that Ooh. you're calm and relaxed and mm-hmm. do you have everything that you need right now okay like you know let's breathe in at this time okay let's not like I can't give you medical I'm breathing advice. now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm breathing 
breathing. I'm breathing. <laughs> but like, I can't give you medical advice, but I would be able to guide you during that process. So I would hold your hand while you're actually going through your contractions mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. I would actually hold your leg while you're pushing. Like, I would do that. I would be there for that aspect of things. I would and I can be there for that. different aspects of your pregnancy. So I can be there before you have the baby, right. while you have the baby. I can even be postpartum. So I can come and check <gasps> on you with the baby. Oh my God. And that help is you so with the baby. Amazing. Yeah, so I would be a we full. We need that. So I'm gonna be a full spectrum doula. Oh my gosh. Um, I would for sure get so, a doula. Yeah. So <laughs> once I get my license, guys, hire me. Would y'all like so, hang out with a pregnant woman? Like, oh, let's go on lunch. Yeah, I would want to do that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I want to go out with my doula, and you know, I would just be with. Vent you. About. I would basically be with you, like during if if I am this because you can hire me for whatever you want. So if I'm full spectrum, I would basically be with you throughout it all. I'd be calling you like, Kia, can I drink this bo- this glass of red wine? I heard you could drink wine. Can I drink I it? I can't please? give you medical advice though. Ugh. I can just be there for like the like the physical like aspects of things. I'd be like, remember that conundrum we drank on the show? Can I drink the red <laughs> the red version of it? Because I heard I, red wine is good for you. It is actually good for you though. It is it is actually red wine. Yeah, when you're pregnant. Yeah, I can actually give that advice out because mm. I did go to nursing school for like a year and That's then I what dropped I mean. out. I'm getting a doula and I'm calling you. Okay. <laughs> so by that time. By the time you pop out, I'll be like well established into my yeah, shit. Yeah, by that time, I'm trust me, you'll be <laughs> well into your practice. <laughs> so I had like found out that like Yumi, I was like my spiritual mom. So I was like, oh well, you know, I love kids, I love maternal things. Let me like become a doula. So I started the process of that. So I actually found a job at a fertility clinic, mm. which aligned literally is like doula fertility clinic. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So my job, unfortunately, hi. I miss you so much. I'm sorry. This woman, she's like a really good friend of mine, and I met her through Clubhouse, and she's been like really so helpful on like my journey. And like, I love you. I haven't heard from you in so long. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> she said, like, Hey, baby girl. I'm like, Hi. Oh, um, right. Oh, I'm like, Hi. Um, so, yeah, so my job, they luckily work with me. So they, my job hours are from 5.30 to 1.30. I know 5.30 in the morning is a lot, but I get off at 1.30. So that gives me time to work on, like, journalism and doula stuff and other things like Mm -hmm. that. So luckily I have that job that sets me up for that. In the afternoon, I try to schedule out my journalism and media stuff. So I try to, like, oh, my bestie Kai is here. Guys, you're going (laughs) to be Kai. Kai and Kia. Um, So I try to, like, schedule everything out so that, like, I give myself certain days to work on certain, like, aspects. And my schedule is also Thursday to Monday. So that means Tuesdays and Wednesdays I have off. So Mm -hmm. I use that day as for, like, my meeting days and, like, articles and stuff like that. So that's how I budget. Well, not budget, but that's how I schedule career and, like, job. Okay. So your career, the days, you know... You have room for other things. Yeah. So if you want to do things with your platforms, if you want to go on a date. Right. I can know. schedule it in that time. But you can't dedicate all your time to. But see, the, the the issue is, it's like, okay, so I have the time for work. I have the time for career. I do make time for my friends and family. I do make time for that because that is important to me. Mm-hmm. The dating aspect. No time. I'm going to be very honest with you. Men don't talk to me. And I don't know if it's because I'm intimidating. I don't know if it's because, am I ugly? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you're not sliding DMs. <sighs> Baby, 
You don't believe in sliding in DMs? I'm too, I be too, like, I awkward to slide in the DMs. I'm the type <laughs> to send you a Nene Leaks meme and be like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm bad at shooting my shot. I'm gonna be very honest with you. I got a nigga that I've been trying to shoot my shot with for a year now. And how have you been trying to shoot your shot with him? By telepathy. <gasps> you know what you gotta do. I've been fucking the game up with that. It ain't been working, but I've been fucking the game up with telepathy. You know, the meditation <laughs> and the astrology may may possibly help. Bitch, ain't nothing gonna work with that nigga. So um <laughs> No, you gotta slide in his DMs. He fuck too many people I know. I can't do that, yeah. Oh, so he's too he's too out there. He's too outside. But <laughs> she's saying Lord because her and I had already had this conversation. Don't drag me. Who said that, Kai? No. My my friend who I haven't heard from in a while. Girl, tell her to slide in his DMs. I am. You gotta get vicious. <laughs> the same way you vicious in your work, you gotta be bitchy. Uh, but see, you know you what, don't wanna be you know bitchy, what the issue you know. is? In my like career life and stuff, I can be fully like I can have all the confidence in the world. I'm fully at when I get in front of a dude I like, I'm like But you know what? She just said, I just remember everything. And you know what? I remember exactly what you said to me. She said to me, she said, even if you don't go for it or if you do and it doesn't work out, at least you have a prototype. Mm -hmm. So if that is right now the highest for you, just know there's always something higher. And I mm -hmm. never forgot that because what I realized in the time we haven't spoken was that I am already where I need to be. Everything else will meet me there. Absolutely. I so never you forgot that. You remember everything. I remember everything. Because of that, because that sounds like it's like, okay, things will come to me. I don't got to, you know, you don't put too much into it. Don't get too thirsty But yeah, my dating life sucks, and I don't have one, and I don't go on dates. And, but you know what? Yeah. A lot of powerful <laughs> women always, that's that's y'all's, that's I our. I actually read about it, like how hard it is for it's women. Like, at least women who are, like, very ambitious and mm -hmm. hardworking, how hard it is for them mm -hmm. to find love because... Yeah, my dating life literally sucks. And if men do come into my life, they're like, hey, you just want to have fun? And I'm just like, like... No, I don't. I know. I actually want you to hold me while I cook. And I just want to be loved. No, But then they see like they see that you know Trina and Misa and all these people. They be like, oh, shit. I, I can't live. Yeah, I can't measure start, up to this But you right. know what the thing is? And some multiple people have told me that. Like, I feel like people might be intimidated by you. And I, I'm like, I don't know what they're intimidated by. But when you break it down like that, I guess... I can see why they would be intimidated. Mm -hmm. Like, look at the things you do, this, that, and the third. But I'm just like, <sighs> you know what I was. I bet you want dick too. Like, exactly. And then it's don't be letting Trina and Misa, Misa get you out of some pussy. Like, but fuck? because you know, guys <laughs> are scary. Men are bitches. They really, really are. And I right joke, before, but they really are bitches. They are. And sometimes you got to show some big dick energy. Because that's what mm -hmm. I was doing right before I met my boyfriend. Like, really? I was like, I used to work at a, as a hostess at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Cute guys used to walk into the restaurant. You know, I'm the first person they see. You know, I see a guy that was cute. I used to, I used to hog down on niggas. But do it in a cute way. You know, not like, hey, nigga, give me a number. 
See, no, like, I can't do know. that. I was talking down on niggas. And it was just for fun, you know? But see, my like, weird... Like, don't have any expectation behind it. Just practice. But I was see, my weird way of trying to talk to niggas is, like, I be trying to be their friends. And I think that's okay. the issue. I be trying to be their friends. Look, she agreeing with you, big dick energy. No! See, I'm a, I think I'm that's a, a good idea, too, this. because you don't want to... You can't lead with that whole shit because I mean I was leading with that whole shit and you know, but sometimes that, that. Could lead, sometimes that could lead you into a prosperous relationship. Mm-hmm. So and that's what happened with me. I led with the whole shit, but I had no expectation. I did not want to be with my boyfriend right See, now. See, I, I did know not exactly be with what I want. Okay, I know that like. I'm not pressuring anybody for a relationship, so it's mm-hmm. not like if somebody and you don't comes, have to, but it's like you see something you like, and it's like, okay, nigga, you too much of a bitch to fucking do it, right? And so I'm gonna just not, fucking do it. I'm not like pressuring anybody for a relationship. It's not like if you come like talk to me, I'm gonna be like, yeah, like you know, what's up? Like we need to be in a relationship. <laughs> like I need my egg cracked. I need a ring on my feet. I need my last name dropped. Like I'm not looking right. for that. But, but you know, like I do know, like I am a certified lover girl, so. Mm. Lean into that. No, uh, these niggas don't deserve it. Give them a look. Stare no, them down. I don't want to give you shit. No. You powerful, super successful. Oh they can go to hell. <laughs> just it's the it's the it's the women. It's just one nigga. I just want to know what his dick is like. Okay. Where the Doja Cat? I need to know what it's like. Cause I heard from a friend of a friend that that dick was a ten out of a ten. You better, you better comment on everything he fucking posts. <laughs> no, he knows too many people. Like, I ain't got time for what that. you doing tonight? Shit. No, he knows too many people. I ain't got time for that. I see. I hear you. So, in our last few minutes, I want to know, you know, the whole, Get like... Get everything out of me. The whole hawk down on niggas, I got to talk to you on the side. We can have a conversation <laughs> about that. Because it's too many, too many of y'all successful women who are like, oh, God, my dating life sucks. <laughs> and it's like... Y'all just need to be... Just my have the ball. My damn ball does suck. Fucking work. It does suck. It sucks, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. Right. But, you know, everybody is talking about... It's the last quarter. We're in the last quarter of the year. Mm-hmm. Last year was fucking crazy. 2020 was, was insane. Yes. 2021 was just as insane, but, you know... A whole lot of developments. A whole lot of things happening. Yeah. And we're about to go into 2022. Yet another mm-hmm. year. What do, where do you see yourself by the end of the year? Like, what Mm. do you want to accomplish by 2022? I'm going to be very honest with you. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Please do. (laughs) I've been honest this whole time. Right. (laughs) I feel like, um, I feel like everything that I wanted to accomplish, I did in the time frame that I needed to. So, um, as far as what I, I want to accomplish by the end of this year, I want to get my game plan for next year prepared because right. I'm not playing mm-hmm. with you next year. Mm-hmm. I told you last year I wasn't playing, but this year I played a little bit. But next year I'm really not playing. Chasing Kia on the ground <laughs> is not playing with your fucking ass. I'm not playing. So next year Shit, I'm, I already know you gave us that whole long ass list of all the stuff you're doing. I'm just like. So next year, I'm coming for everything that I want. Everything. By next year, I will have officially dipped my toes into everything that I wanted to. And by next year, it's... (laughs) And that's it. Just just like you mentioned. That is it. 
we need to know, girl. Next year, followed by. <laughs> I'm excited. I just hope I get this invite. No, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Don't forget about the little no, people. No, I'm telling you. I'm when we Because we are doing Pussy Rapping, pussy rapping all of that. We are going to do an event this year. I'm, we're going to send out PR emails and stuff and like invites. So I'll send you that. And then we're going to do a private event for the exhibit. So okay. I'll definitely send you like all the PR stuff we're doing and you'll be good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you'll be fine. I, Perfect. I got, I got you. I want to know With before me. we go. Before yeah. we go. Last minute questions. I like to Mar- give her like an extra two. Stop. Stop playing with her. No, I said okay. Fun. I'm enjoying. Cause it. I'm, I'm having a good time. Yeah, cause it's me. Cause <laughs> you never hear known about. So Kia <laughs> has actually recorded in this studio before. Like she's a vet. She been calling okay. Marvin out on all of his shit. She's like, yo, you got this. You got that. Cause Marvin like, know what time I'll be on. Marv loves me. <laughs> Mar- See, he's shaking it. Marvin loves me. Marvin loves oh. the girls. He does. Marvin loves me. I think he loves like us though, because we're his favorite, right? Yeah, Marvin loves the girls. He he really lies to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. He yeah, lies sure. to everybody. Yeah, sure. But uh. I like to do this or that. That's like the funnest thing ever to me. You know. So I want to know. Mm-hmm. People have been talking about this, and because you do work in media, and you do know all these amazing people who do, like, cool-ass fucking things, like, you were able to call fucking Trina's ass to sit on your fucking shits. We definitely could call Trina. And Miss Misa, and... We did get Miss Misa. Oh, okay. We got Kim the man, we got Kamaya. Kim, right? Still don't know me a hoe. We can call who you need. Just right. let us know. <laughs> I want to know, are you taking the 50K or are you going on the dinner, on the date, on the, not a date, but. Oh, the dinner with Jay-Z? The dinner with Jay-Z. Which one are you doing? 50K. You're taking the 50K? I'm definitely taking the 50K. Why don't you want to. I don't want dinner with Jay-Z. Oh. <laughs> you don't want his with gym? The, with the 50K, I can build my own shit and run into him somewhere and ask because him what I need Because you already know what you need to do. I don't need to sit with... What am I going to sit with Hove and talk about? You know what's crazy, though? I've always wanted to interview Hove. I am going to interview Hove one day. You are. So, and we said it right here. We said it right here. I am going to interview Hove one day. So um, mm-hmm. I would like to interview Hove one day, but I feel like I can take the 50K and build my own platform and then just interview him once I built my platform from the 50K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not about to sit down Simple. With Hove. Simple. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Or whatever. Period. Well, shit. <laughs> well, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everybody was like, oh, why wouldn't you take the dinner with Hove? I feel like I asked the wrong person because you already, you can ask them multipreneur. <laughs> what they what, Are they taking the money or not? They already have something that they need to invest the money in. And then... They'll get to where they need to go. Right. Like, I'll, I'll get there on my own. Like, I don't really need, like, I don't know. Like, the that, that whole thing was weird anyway. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I hear you. I hear you and I feel you. So, sadly, unfortunately. Yes. Well, do we have a few minutes? Because I do. Marvin, I have a question to ask. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. He Miss- gonna do it because it's me and he ain't seen me in a while. So he's like hella gas. He's like, oh my God. He's like hella. He would say that earlier. He's like, oh, your energy. I'm just like. You like his energy when she was here? Oh. Okay, so Weird. listen. 
There have been a lot of people. Uh-huh. So I'm not in this whole world of like media. This has never been my thing. Okay. I went to school for medical field, public health. I went to school for urban developments. Mm-hmm. You know, how to revitalize our community so that they're healthier and safer for people of color. Period. That's what I went to school for. I went to school for fucking environmental studies at Spelman. You know, <laughs> studying the damn environment, being a tree hugger. Yeah. So, but a lot of people around me are into media. My baby cousin's into media. She wanted to go into business management, and she wants to work for all these media firms. Mm-hmm. And that's just, the people around me, they want to work in media. Yeah. Um. Um. What is it? Uh, PR. All that kind of stuff. So, for someone who's been in that world, what advice do you have for black women? Young black women okay. who want to be, who want to be in this industry, um, and who may have questions about it about like grow, like building up and like growing in that field and all that kind of stuff. What like honest advice do you have for them? I actually gave some advice out earlier, so this is perfect. Um, <laughs> definitely be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes it can feel like you need to rush and be caught in this rat race. Don't do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be patient with yourself. Pace yourself. Actually, I want to read exactly what I said because I feel like I said some good shit. And I don't want to, like, because I'm a little tipsy, give y'all some fucked up shit. So be patient with yourself for sure. Pace yourself. Don't rush yourself at all. You might see other people doing certain things and feeling like, oh, I need to rush and get to that. Take your time, okay? Be kind to yourself and give yourself the same grace you would give others. I know sometimes it's easier for us to be nicer to other people and give them the grace rather than give it to ourselves but you really have to be kind to yourself you have to be kind to yourself physically mentally emotionally because you can start to take a toll on yourself and it can become emotionally draining you know like Mm -hmm. you honestly do need to just be kind to yourself and offer yourself the same grace you give others if you give people an extension give yourself one you know what I'm saying Mm. if you give others time to deal with shit give yourself time to deal with shit because Mm. life be life and so definitely extend the same grace to yourself Um, Take your time, but don't waste your time. I feel like we can get the two misconstrued. Like, definitely take your time. Pace yourself. I always say don't give yourself timelines because that's how you end up adding additional pressure onto yourself. But at the same time, don't just sit there and be idle about your time. Be very intentional about how you use your time and what you use your time on. Know what's worth it and what's not. Um, Always have a game plan. Always. In any situation, have a backup. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had got a press pass to go see Nas once. It didn't, re- like, say that I was going to, like, interview Nas, but it was just a press pass to go see Nas. I still came with questions prepared mm. just in case mm. I did meet Nas, and I had a quick second to ask him something because you never know. He might see them be like, oh, you want to talk? Yeah, sure. Let's talk. So always have a game plan. You never know what situation you're going to end up in. I've had friends who have emailed me and said, hey, I can't do this article right now, but can you send me like two pitches and let me know? Yeah, bet. I send them the two pitches. And before I know it, I have the opportunity. Always have a game plan. Always be prepared. You never know. Um, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready, basically. Um, That's really the name of the game in anything and everything. Anything. Take breaks. Take time for yourself. And don't feel guilty about it. Bitch, I take a break just to take a break. Like, I, I, I find any excuse to take a break. I'd be like, I'm hungry. I need to take a break. I'm sleepy. I need to take a break. I'm horny. I'm I need sleepy. to take a break. I masturbated, I masturbated twice today. And you know what? I feel amazing. So take a break. Take a break, okay? Yes. Um, work smarter, not harder. I know some people feel like, well, damn, my schedule need to be da 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 No. No. Okay? Like, plan shit out. 
work smarter, not harder. You do not have the same 24 hours as Beyonce because Beyonce has resources that you don't have. So mm-hmm. you need to work smarter, Ooh. not harder. I hate we can't people, use that quote I hate anymore. when people say you have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. No, Beyonce the got fuck a team. you don't. She, she has got billions of dollars. She has money. She got a man she with money. She has resources. She has over 20 fucking years in this game. You don't have that, okay? She got someone to take care of them three kids. You don't have those resources, baby. <laughs> so no, okay? You're not going to work harder. You're going to work smarter because you're mm-hmm. not her, okay? You don't have that shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Again, don't give yourself any timelines. That's how you fuck yourself over. And No timelines? No timelines. No five-year... I feel like Three if you months. give yourself like a, 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 a estimate, that's not a problem. But don't say by next week I need to have three websites up and code it. <laughs> like, come on, relax. <laughs> You're doing a lot, okay? <laughs> and then lastly and always, be intentional with whatever you do. I understand that it is easy to want to jump at the slightest opportunity because of mm-hmm. money or because of opportunity or it seems dope or it seems cool. But you never want that shit to reflect badly on you because people going to look back on that shit and be like, okay, so what was this about? And I know me at the end of the day, the era that I'm trying to reach to, especially as a writer, I want to write books. I want to write for the New York Times. I want to write for other places like that. I have to be intentional about my work and what I do. So if you want to end up being in vogue, bitch, you need to be intentional about what you're doing and where you at. If you want to end up, you know, working with the Drakes and shit like that, then you need to be intentional about what you're doing and what you're doing. Like, you know, what you're doing and what you're doing, what you're doing and where you're going. (laughs) So so just be very intentional about what it is that you want to do and and how it aligns with your purpose. Find that. And when you find your purpose, everything else will align and make sense. And mm-hmm. that's the advice I give you. Ooh. <laughs> bombs on them. That's my advice. I, if I could be here for like all night, then I would. But we got to go because Marma said, y'all bitches got to get the fuck up out of here. But no, I think... Um, because when we do the event for Pussy Rap, not the exhibit, but we're going to do an end of the year event. So I think okay. when we all come to town for that. Yes, holiday, I Christmas. Think, yeah, like, no, we're going to do it actually in December. So, like, okay. actually when we all come to town for I think this would be, like, a really dope platform for them all to come to. And we can all just, like, talk about Pussy Rap and all of that. Okay. So, so yeah. Pussy yeah. Rap and all of that. Yeah. That just sounds so, like, yeah, we could talk about Pussy Rap and all of that stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, literally all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, this has been the greatest pleasure to have you. I hope I was a fun guest. You've been amazing. I hope I was a fun guest. We had a good time in our straws and our wine glasses. Let's cheers to that. I hope I was good. I hope I was a good hostess with the mostest. You've been amazing. My co-hostess with the mostest. I hope I was good, guys. I hope you got some good shit out of me. Also, I'm single. Tell let Kia, let us know in the comments what Kia needs to do so that she can spice up that dating life. Yeah, please let her know. Me she needs to slide in them DMs. Oh, give she me needs advice. to run down on these niggas. She needs to. I don't know what the fuck else. But yeah, but just let me know. Give me some advice. Yeah, I don't know. Do do you feel like I need to spruce up something? Like I am a tomboy, so I'm dressed in sweat. I'm gonna change my clothes because I gotta go to this event. But like. Let me know. Let me know what I need to do. Because my dating life is... Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to get you together. Help me help myself. Help me, Howard. (laughs) Help me help myself. Okay, Marv, don't be trying to... (laughs) Now we tell her. Listen, we got to go. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for inviting me. I had fun. Sharing all your gems. I want to come back. 
I'm Girl, back. you you can come back. Can Everybody's come back. invited. You invited back for sure, for sure. Just answer the call when you get it, okay? <laughs> answer that call. Shout out to Realish Media. Yes. My publicist. Hit them up for any of your Imani branding. the dopest. Imani the dopest for sure. Realish two H's media. R E A L I S H H Media on Instagram. Yes, mamas. Okay. Get your business, get your brand together with them. Um, but thank you. Chasing Kia on Instagram, K-I-A. Um, and you know me, the Killer Combo's fucking podcast, you know, without the fucking. So or with the fucking. Well. But that's beyond this. So, <laughs> so what the fuck thing, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys um, for tuning in to another episode. See you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>